Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. There are many believers and unbelievers who are more than a little curious about the last days. Jesus' disciples seem to be as well. Today on Drawing Near, we hear ominous and yet encouraging words from Jesus. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 21 as we study Redemption Draws Near. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father, as we come before you today, we are aware that there are at least two planes of existence. Maybe planes is the wrong word, but there's this eternal plane, this eternal existence in which you, the Holy Spirit, the Word, your Son Jesus, you occupy that plane along with your angels and the fallen angels. There are creatures there that we know little about and maybe other creatures, maybe other things, other spirits. And Father, there is no beginning here for you and your Son and the Spirit and no ending And as you've created the angels, there's no ending for them. We in this sphere, in this plane of existence, we have a birth and we have a death. But yet with our birth and our spirit, we have an eternal existence. And I think because of this, there is some kind of innate desire to know what the future holds because there is a future. There is even an eternal future. Father, I thank you that your word speaks to these things and illuminates us. Thank you for the faith that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ, a faith that gives us peace and understanding that we are secure. We do have eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. Increase our faith and our understanding. And Father, we know that there are things that lay ahead that we cannot fully grasp, things for this earth and things for our eternal existence. We thank you, Father, that our peace and our trust, our faith, is in you. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 21. We're going to read verses 25 through 28 today. In verse 25, it says, And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. In this passage, Jesus does what he often does. In answering his disciples' questions about the times and the signs that surround the destruction of the temple and Jerusalem, he goes beyond and answers questions that they didn't even ask. Certainly, they were curious about the future. They wanted to know the times and the signs. But I'm not certain that they realized that Jesus was talking about the end of times, the culmination of these things. Now, I believe Jesus is primarily talking to Jewish believers at this point, his disciples, and those that his disciples represent. 
Remember, he's talking about the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, the judgment of God against unbelieving Jews who crucified his son, their Messiah. And therefore, there are consequences to those actions. That's why Jesus wept over Jerusalem. So I believe he's talking about their redemption. He's talking about what they will endure before the Lord returns. Now, these things do have a bearing on Gentile believers, but that's not really the focus of this passage, and we need to understand that. So let's work through this and see what this passage says. It says some amazing things, but they're somewhat vague. In verse 25, we're told, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, but we're not told what those signs are. Now, we're told in the book of Revelation that there will be things falling out of the skies and and there will be things happening in the heavens, but we're not told exactly here what those signs are. But there will be signs in the heavens, signs above us, and not just in the spiritual heaven, but in the sun, in the moon, in the stars, in the heaven that we can see in the daytime and at night. He goes on and says, and on the earth there will be distress of nations. We already know there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be political unrest. There's going to be conflict. And he says, this is going to happen with perplexity. There's going to be confusion around all of this. And even the seas and the waves roaring. So there's going to be things that are going to happen. There are going to be signs in the heaven. There are going to be signs of these things on the earth and in the sea and among the waves. There's going to be signs of these things, not just in the earth itself, but among the peoples of the earth, the distress of nations. Verse 26 says, men's hearts failing them from the fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Things will happen on earth due to the unrest, due to the signs of the sun and the moon and in the stars. Men's hearts will be failing them. We're told in other passages, young men's hearts will fail them. And they're going to fail because of what they see, because of the fear and the expectation of what's coming on the earth. Things will be unstable. Now, we think things are unstable now, but they're only going to become more unstable. We need to understand these things. Jesus tells us these things so that we can be ready, so that we can discern the signs. Now, every time something unusual happens, people all around the world start to wonder if this is the end of things. Jesus tells us there's going to be signs above, signs on the earth, in the waves and in the seas, men's hearts failing him. This is dramatic. And because it's dramatic, it's going to be different than anything else we've known. In verse 27, then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Jesus is going to return. Of all the things being said in this passage, and in the passages before, this is the most important one that we need to lay our hands on. The Son of Man is coming back. Jesus is coming back. We're told in Acts that he ascended into heaven on the cloud, and the two angels told the disciples that he's going to return in the same way they saw him go. He's coming back in a cloud, and he's coming back with power and great glory. This crucified one, This one who died on the cross and was humiliated and beaten and shamed and rejected, he's coming back with power and great glory. 
this is what we need to lay our hands on. This is what we as believers are to be ready for. Whether he comes back for us and resurrects and raptures believers, whether we have to go through parts of the tribulation, which I don't believe that we do, but even if we do, our hope is in the second coming of Jesus Christ. Even when we take communion, we are to do these things until the Son returns. Even in our commands to take communion, we're reminded to remember what Jesus has done and to look forward to his second coming, to what he is yet to do. So while the world is confused and perplexed and fearful at all that's going on, the believer should be ready. The Jewish believer, if they remain here during this difficult time, they need to know that the Son of Man is coming back. And we're told he's coming back, and then verse 28 gives us amazing words. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up. When these things begin to happen, start looking for Jesus and the clouds. Look up, lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. When these things begin to happen, when all of these signs that he's talking to his disciples about begin to happen, they're to look up. Now, the original disciples aren't here. That's why I believe this passage is talking about those that these disciples represent. Jesus hasn't come back in a cloud with power and great glory yet. The original disciples aren't here. So he's talking to the disciples who will be here, and I believe the Jewish disciples. So he says, when these things begin to happen, when you see these signs, start looking for me because your redemption is getting closer. It's not that your redemption is here. Your redemption is getting closer. What redemption is he talking about? I believe he's talking about the Jewish redemption, God's fulfilling his covenantal promise concerning the Jews that he will not forsake them, that he will have a remnant come out of them, that he will have an eternal relationship with, and their redemption is going to draw near. They reject Christ. They suffer the wrath of God. They reject God and Christ, and God judges them. But God is going to redeem Israel, and the redemption is going to draw near when they see these things happening. That's what I believe this passage is talking about. We should all study these things, read these things, ponder these things in the context of the scriptures, and ask God to give us wisdom and discernment. At the very least, we need to know Jesus is returning for his people, his Jewish people, his Gentile people. And we need to be ready, and we need to be looking, and we don't have to be in the dark regarding these things. Praise the Lord that he has shared so much of what he is doing, what he will do with us, so that we might be ready. Are you ready? The most important thing we can do to be ready is put our full faith in Jesus Christ. Ask him to forgive us of our sins, come under his blood, and be his followers. Follow him. Live righteous and holy under the leadership of the Holy Spirit day by day, seeking to grow in him. Look for him. As we see things happening around us that indicate the end of times is drawing near, we need to be filled with the hope and the knowledge that Jesus Christ is coming in the cloud with power and great glory. That should give us peace and joy and urge us on in sharing the gospel visibly and verbally.
Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for all of your words. But thank you for the words that assure us that even when things become their most dire, the darkest on this earth, we have hope in Jesus Christ. We can look for his return and his redemption. And Father, whether this is speaking to all believers or Jewish believers, because the Gentile church will already be with you, you know. And maybe it's important for us to know, maybe not so much. Our faith needs to be in you. That's the key. Faith in you through faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you for our redemption in Jesus Christ. And thank you for the future redemption of those who will endure during this time. Father, guide us as we continue to seek to walk with you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.